This is episode 917 with clinical professor and gastroenterologist Yinka Davis. Well, you know, just hearing you say that from an athlete that says, I don't have access to supplements is exactly what the industry wants people to, right? And so growing up with two, you know, two boys that are athletes that are on the courts about four hours a day, I know the importance of performance and wellness in, 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 for an athlete. And it isn't, and to all the athletes listening, the number one important thing is not a supplement, it's your nutrition. It's how, it's your nutrition. Your, your nutrition is number one, right? Because that is, that's your fuel, that's how you feed your muscles, that's how your muscles turn over. That is, there's not a supplement out there, including LifeCap, that will replace your meal. And so, but the industry wants you to believe that is our supplements are the answer to your everything. Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. If there's anything you guys know about me by now is that, you know, I, I pay incredible attention um, to detail and I pay incredible attention to the work that we do here on Athlete Maestro. And I must say that I feel incredibly privileged, you know, every time I get to sit down with a remarkable individual, uh, someone who is humble, someone who is uh, willing to share their knowledge, right? Uh, you don't get that many people uh, like that these days because a lot of people want to hoard knowledge and, you know, just keep it to themselves because if they uh, know it alone, then, of course, it, they, they feel like it gives them a, a lot of power, you know. So that uh, privilege that I have, you know, is one that I do not take for granted. I see these remarkable individuals that I get to talk to, that I get to sit down to with, uh, that I get to extract knowledge from them. Trust me, it says a lot about them just as it says about me. And my guest on the podcast today is one of those incredible and remarkable individuals. She is so humble that if you did not look into her backstory, if you do not look into the work that she has done, you know, you think that she's just uh, another person who is trying their best, you know, to, to make a mark. But trust me, this is someone who is making a mark in her field. You know, I, I had to do some research and I found out that uh, she was a clinical professor. And I was like, why didn't you mention that? Like, you just let that slip under the table. Like, that is that is incredible because, of course, you know, my mom is a, a professor uh, in the medical field as well. This is the first time, guys that we're having a medical person on the podcast. And trust me, it was worth every minute of your listening time. Every minute of your listening time. Yinka Davis is the founder and CEO of LifeCap, a company that is empowering you to build a lifestyle with more energy and more life. She's a gastroenterologist. And like I mentioned, she's a clinical professor uh, that previously worked at Stanford. And of course, what exactly is LifeCap, right? They focus on probiotics, and goth health, which of course in turn helps individuals improve their overall performance. And of course, when I say individuals, I'm talking generally, but trust me, this is also specific to athletes as well. Because as an athlete, if you can improve your performance and you can reduce your recovery time, then trust me, it's something that you want to try out. You know, and I you know, I mentioned about being truthful. Like in this episode, the way Yinka comes across 
in terms of being honest, talking about how, you know, this uh, supplement industry is, you know, what her company is doing, uh, what they're doing, her team, and all of those things, like, it just it just made me look and be like, wow, we need more honest people like this in the world, right? Because she could have come on and talk about how, you know, LifeCap is the next best thing, uh, you need to use it, it will solve all your problems and all of that. No, 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 but she broke down the science for us, which is most important. We talked about so many things. We talked about microbiomes. What exactly do they mean? We're talking about gut health. What exactly does that mean for the athletes? Then, of course, we dovetailed into nutrition. We talked about performance. We talked about recovery. We talked about overall wellness. Like, it was such a complete episode from that medical perspective that if as an athlete you're listening, trust me, you need to get your pen, you need to get your paper out, and, of course, you need to ensure that you are taking notes of every single thing that she's saying. And of course, what you know was kind of like the, the feather on the cap, so to speak, is the fact that we share so many, so many similarities, apart from our Nigerian background, right? Um, she has twin boys who play tennis. My daughter plays tennis. So that's what one connection point, right? Well, that's the second connection point beyond the Nigerian angle. Secondly, uh, my brother and my sister, so I have a brother and a sister who are twins as well, and she has twin boys. So that was a third connection point. So I was just like, hey, we're destined to meet. And of course, we had been trying to connect for a while, but, you know, something would always come up. But like they say, sometimes when you are made to wait, it is always worth it at the end. This one, guys, it was worth every penny. It was worth every second. It was worth every minute all the time that we spent together. And of course, uh, Minka is going to send me um, some of the supplements at LifeCap. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to give you guys feedback, you know, to see, of course, how that works. Trust me, it's a remarkable, remarkable episode. One you're not going to regret listening to anytime soon. Anytime soon. This episode, guys, is brought to you by my free email course on how to build your mental toughness. So, of course, if you're struggling with that mental game, we're talking a lot about the physical side of things on this episode. But if you're struggling with the mental game, then, of course, uh, trust me, this is a free email course that you want to subscribe to. AthleteMaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. AthleteMaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. When you get your hands on that free email course, come back, come to class with the professor, Inka uh, yes, and of course, like I, like I was saying with the similarities that we have, so um, I have a brother and a sister who are twins, and of course, um, Yinka has two sons who are twins, and of course, we all we both have that Nigerian background, so it's kind of like I'm talking to a familiar face. Exactly, exactly. I know. <laughs> Twin boy, 16 years old. Yes. Uh, fantastic, and of course, again, you know, it just keeps leading into it. They play tennis. They do. They Just play. like my daughter plays tennis as well. So when I heard that, I was like, looks like there's something going on here. Looks like there's something going on here. Well, let's let's get into it, Inka. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you um, sparing your time to be on the podcast. Talk to me about LifeCap, the, the background story to how you started this, because you guys have interesting work yeah. that you guys are doing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's LifeCap. So I'm a pediatric gastroenterologist, and my passion has always been gut microbiome and how... It just affects our overall wellness. And I had a couple episodes when I was a fellow at Stanford of just mm. engaging with sick kids and really starting to understand how much the microbiome plays a role in their overall wellness. And mm. I had a child who was eight at the time, unbelievably sick, 
Um, she had a significant abdominal pain, gas pain, um, discomfort, and diarrhea. I had the opportunity at that point to work with the state lab who was looking under the microscope and was able to advise us and tell us that she really didn't have a lot of good microbiome. One area mm. particularly took, took over and created quite a bit of gas. And at that time, I tried everything on the market, every probiotic you can imagine, just trying to regenerate her gut flora. Um, mm. And then I found Claudio De Simone, who's the inventor of LiveCap formulation. And he had a formulation, the De Simone formulation at that time. And I was able to give her that probiotic. And mind you, I tried mm. everything on the market. And here I have the state lab saying, nope, nothing's happening. And an eight-year-old child who's in so much pain. And it wasn't until I actually had started that that I received a call to say, okay, I don't know what you're doing, but she's starting to populate. And clinically, I have a child who's mm. getting better. And that moment, I really, it just started coming together how much the microbiome plays a significant role in our overall wellness. And so it stayed with me throughout my practice. And then Claudia DeSimone invented this eight strain, 200 billion uh, probiotic, which is in LifeCap, a game changer, um, unbelievable. Mm. It is, you know, we targeted initially athletes because of the mechanism of the way it stabilizes a protein in the gut and then allows for more oxygenation. So you take this probiotic, three to six hours after taking it, you find that there's an increase in oxygenation um, to the heart, brain, lungs, and muscles, which actually really propels and allows an athlete to really perform at their best and helps in recovery because of the clearance of, of the ability to um, decrease lactic acid um, accumulation. So, you know, it's, 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 it's coming from where I've studied and understanding the importance of microbiome and not just performance, but wellness. And then also just being in this space right now with athletes um, is very different because, you know, you're, I, I come from the clinical perspective, but mm. athletes in themselves are you know, you know this, always looking to, it's an interesting group that knows their bodies very well, so they can dictate, yes, that worked, no, that didn't work, I feel so much yes. better. And so, and also a, a group of athletes that um, really believe in taking care of themselves and performing, and every little marginal change makes a big difference. And um, that was really how LiveCap came about, is bringing these strains together um, and showing the true efficacy in how we can change performance and recovery. Mm, fantastic. And, you know, this is where the clinical professor angle comes in, you know, because <laughs> um, I'm listening to all that you said, you know, and the first thing that comes to mind is I, I want to know more. I want to know the breakdown of how this actually works. I mean, my, my, my mom is a professor of oral and maxillofacial surgery, but that is completely different uh, to, to, to what you do. But you mentioned microbiome, and I'm guessing you're also talking about the um, microbiota, so to speak. What, what exactly does that mean? You know, there's an athlete who is listening, yeah. is hearing that. What are we talking about? Yeah, so the microbiome, so in your gut, you're, and, and many people don't realize this, but your gut houses 80% of your immune system, mm -hmm. right? And we're coming out of this pandemic where everyone is now starting to understand, oh, okay, 
like my immunity, like this is important, right? Like you got sick, I didn't get sick. Why did I get through this? So people are starting to become aware and the microbiome is your house of your protection, mm. right? It's the first, it's the area of defense. It what helps you stabilize just your overall wellness. And we are starting, meaning the medical field is really starting to understand how much of an impact impact the microbiome has hmm. not just my perspective of recovery and performance and wellness but cognitive ability mental clearness autoimmune diseases there's lots of research on looking at that microbiome and cancer studies and so we're really starting to unravel the importance of the bacteria in your gut hmm. so when we say microbiome we mean the trillions of bacteria that house in your in your gut, meaning your intestine, and how they play a role on just staying balanced so that you stay well, mm. so that you have clarity, so that you don't develop intolerances. And that's that's what we talk about with when we say microbiome. Mm. So how do I know, you know, I'm just, you know, great explanation makes a lot of sense. And maybe I'm moving forward. You know, and I'm thinking maybe there's something wrong with my microbiome. Is this something that I would know off the bat or is this something that I have to get tested or someone like a medical professional has to tell me or how does that work? I love that you brought this up because there's so, there's so much on the market about, oh, test your stool. And, <laughs> uh, and you, can, you can tell if you are allergic to this or, you know, we can tell if you have intolerances. Um, and there's a lot of work to be mm. done in that area. We're not there yet. But you, you can't test your microbiome in the sense that you, yes, you can go and get a stool test and now you know that you have to stay off gluten. Mm. But I can tell you, so let me stray off a bit and tell you just how important it is and then come back to yeah. this. I treat a disease called primary sclerosing cholangitis, so PSC. Mm. These patients have a progressive, un typically unfortunate progression of their clinical disease. Mm. So they can present with blood in their stools, abdominal pain, diarrhea, liver enzymes. My mentor at Stanford, Dr. Cox, discovered an oral antibiotic that doesn't get absorbed in the body, mm. changes the microbiome, that changes the progression of this disease. I say the minute he discovered that was an unbelievable aha moment mm. that has saved the lives of so many people. And the reason I bring this up is because it, it is, if you just think about these patients typically would have had a transplant, um, the, uh, a, a tough clinical course with treatments. I give you an oral antibiotic mm. that we know somehow changes that microbiome that we're talking about, and the disease progression stops. The blood in the stool goes away and their liver enzymes go back to normal. Mm. When you think about how powerful that is, and we've treated combined over at least 150 patients between us. Now, granted, it's a very rare disease, yeah. but the power of doing that in the microbiome is true telling how important it is, right? And when you look back to say, like I tell everybody, look back 20 years, 
we didn't have these nut milks that were on the market. Mm -hmm. We didn't have gluten-free everywhere. We had people that were able to tolerate so many foods. Yeah. But now we have a huge population of people that can't tolerate gluten. They can't drink dairy. Mm -hmm. They have rashes. They have intolerances, they have congestion. They have all these symptoms that we never happened be had before. Mm -hmm. And if you ask anybody in, that works in the microbiome immunology space, there's a significant rise of unwellness. And so when you see this, you know that something has changed. Like what has happened? Is it our food? Have we used a lot of antibiotics? Did we have a rise of C-sections? Because you know, C-section babies yes. are born sterile. Mm. I, all of this, and, in the, and we're so clean, right? Like, and especially coming out of a pandemic, yeah. everyone has, you know, sanitizers everywhere. So we've changed that, we've changed the microbiome and we've changed the game that we have become, in my opinion, more vulnerable yeah. to these proteins and foods. And therefore you see this unbelievable rise of just un, my unwellness of what I always say. But there's no way to actually say, uh, can I test that mm. to look under them directly to say, tell me what I'm missing and I'll put that back mm. in my, my, my biome. What you know is just having an enriched microflora mm. with the right probiotics, and I underline right, the right probiotics can really change and help establish a good microbiome and help you withstand some of those intolerances and illnesses that may come our way, right? Mm. Oh, that's, a, that's a nice way to break it down because I remember, you know, and I, we, we had spoken about this off air, you know, the first time we spoke about how, you know, my, my wife has always been big, especially after the pandemic. And it's nice that you mentioned that has been big on this God thing because I had COVID, she didn't have COVID, you know, and just coming out of that, I just always felt like something was missing prior to me having mm -hmm. COVID. And, you know, she kept saying, you have to check your gut. You have to pay attention to your gut. So, you know, when we got connected and I found out that that's what you do, like it was, it was just like an aha moment. But unfortunately, we're talking about the athletes now. So we are going to have to limit it a little bit. You mentioned two things when you were talking, you know, in terms of recovery and performance. So I want to take you up on that performance angle first. Just digesting mm -hmm. that in terms of how life cap, right, helps these athletes in that performance angle. We'll come to the lactic acid and how, how it aids recovery and all of that. But let's start with performance first. Yeah, so the interesting about LiveCap, so it's like I mentioned before, there's 200 billion eight strains. And when I say 200 billion, mm. it's 200 billion colony forming units. So that's how we count the amount of bacteria, which is a good significant amount. And so the way live cap works is it stabilizes a protein in the gut to allow more oxygen to not then funnel to the gut, but to allow more oxygen to be then funneled to the heart, to the brain, mm. to the lungs, to the muscles. And for an athlete, that increased oxygenation is phenomenal. And the way this was first used was actually during COVID, during COVID, Claudia DeSimone had used the, the live cap formulation in Italy mm. in, in patients that were actually hypoxic and struggling in the ICU setting. And when they had 
had taken the live cap formulation, three hours later you saw, and these are patients that are in the ICU mm. that you can monitor, you see this increase in oxygenation. And so we know the mechanism of this is, it's, is, is just unbelievable on how it works in the gut. So if you transform that to an athlete, you find that the athletes have more energy, feel so much better, have more endurance, mm. can push much harder, can train much harder. It comes up all the time. Is this going to make me faster? Is this going to make me stronger? <laughs> no, my answer is no. But in the right athlete, mm. it allows that athlete to perform much, like to push much harder, mm. right? From the oxygen perspective. And so athletes will tell you, I, I clearly notice a difference. I feel so much better. I'm sleeping better. We hear that all the time. Sleep, we hear across the board from athletes, I'm sleeping better. I feel much better. I have more energy. And so the combination of being able to do increase the oxygenation, mm -hmm. obviously you can see how that affects an athlete and trickles down, correct? Oh, makes makes a lot of sense. And I know because I was reading about it and you mentioned that every batch is tested to be sure that it's compliant with, you know, the World Anti-Doping Agency guidelines and, you know, list of banned substances and all of that. But from what you said now with the oxygen now, is that what I remember when I was watching this um, uh, documentary that was done on Lance Armstrong, you know, and how he was talking to one of his coaches way back when about improving you know his performance in cycling and the coach was like lance all you need are cells all you need are cells would that be what they were doing then in terms of producing more cells because they were trying to get oxygen i'm, I'm just trying to understand that yeah completely different right this mm -hmm. is this is a natural ability of, of taking a natural product again mm -hmm. and both you know it's informed sports certified about to be nsf certified we're very close to getting that certification they're doing it actually now. But it's it's very different than trying to transfuse. Mm, and give which, is, which is what they were doing, right? Is what they were doing, oh, okay. which is illegal. Mm. Um, this is actually taking your microbiome and, and utilizing it. What we know is that we do know that elite athletes have a very different microbiome, mm. right? So they, and not all, but a good amount of them. And whether or not they generated this microbiome because of diet and they selected to it due to training or a combination of all of that, they have generated to a point that they have this microbiome that's beneficial. Mm. And what LiveCap does is create that microbiome, mm. is to give you that microbiome that helps you, meaning that you're out on a run, you're pushing really hard on training, you're able to increase the oxygenation and feel so much better to train that much harder, mm. right? When we first, when I first came out and had athletes try it, my favorite athletes were the naysayers to mm. say, oh, I don't do this stuff. I don't believe in this stuff. <laughs> and they were the ones that were like, yeah, this is the right person because I honestly want you to just give me feedback. Mm -hmm. And they all would say, well, what is it supposed to do? Like, what, what should I notice? And I said, I, I want you to tell me what you notice. Yeah. Like, tell me what, because I want you to guide me. And, and mind you, we were out before we came on the market for two years, just in testing yeah. athletes and getting, right? And the first thing I would hear is, 
I'm, like, I'm sleeping better. Is that right? Is that what this does? And I said, are you like sleeping better? Mm -hmm. And of course, I would say yes. And and one powerful thing is in the runners, especially, you would hear, look, I know my body. And I know when I run this marathon where I am day two, day three after running and training or after I perform, I just ran this marathon and I feel really good. Mm. Like I'm not like sore like I'm usually sore. I feel really good when I'm out there. And so the feedback was just so consistent across the board. We knew the science, yeah. what we needed to hear. I needed to hear the clinical response from the athletes that were telling me same matching up. Now, I, I can't say every single athlete said they performed better, but more than 96% of them would tell yeah. me there was some improvement that they felt better. Clinically, we know it happens. Under the microscope, we know the mm. changes. It, 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 it depends athlete to athlete, of course, right, on what they feel and what they see. I can tell you it is once you get an athlete on product, it is very difficult to get them off. off it. <laughs> fact, before I got on this with you, I saw an email that said, okay, please tell me you can send me more because I'm down to my last week. Mm. And that's what we see a lot and hear a lot because we've had the, the, the beauty and the opportunity to work with really authentic athletes mm. that know their bodies, that can give us really authentic feedback. And when you have this and you're not guiding them and they all tell you about the same time where they're seeing the changes and that correlates to the clinical data, it just becomes so powerful. And that's why we have two patents on the product, on the product. right? Mm, yes, which, which, which adds up and which makes sense. You know, you mentioned the sleeping angle now. How does it help athletes sleep better? Because I'm just trying to um, um, link the microbiome, the gut health to probably falling asleep at night. Because one thing you see with a lot of athletes is that probably because their brain is still working, still processing, they're, they're having difficulties falling asleep. Maybe they're watching um, too much screens at night. How does that then link to helping them sleep better just to understand that process? Yeah, we do, I wouldn't say we know the complete mechanism mm. in that, but I can tell you what we do know is that the gut-brain access has been well-established, right? It's that whole gut feeling yeah. when people say, I've got this. <laughs> and it comes from that, right, mm. when you say that, because your your gut is uh, is connected to, to the brain. Yeah. Know that in depression and mental changes, we know that there is this access that happens mm. and it's bi-directional, that the microbiome plays a role in that. And so if an athlete is, the mind is still going mm. and things aren't at rest, we know that having a stabilized microbiome can help in that. Mm. Not to say, yes, you have a perfect microbiome, your mental status will be perfect. Obviously all these things add and help, mm. but it definitely plays a role. Um, it also plays a role in their overall wellness, right? Mm. And so when you think about how you feel day to day and you're absorbing your nutrients better because your microbiome plays a role in that, that overall is your overall wellness. And part of that wellness contributes to how well you sleep at night, how well do you recover, mm. what's your mental ability like like how how sharp are you are you thinking quickly i mean this is this whole big ecosystem mm, mm. that we 
when you're looking at athletes, there's this, you've got to look at all of it, mm, right? Mm. I mean, every single part of your mental wellness, your food, your nutrition, your sleeping, mm. your all of that plays into how you make a better athlete, mm. right? And so I think the sleep aspect is just one part of that whole overall wellness. Mm. It's, it's just like the, the, the theory of 1% better across different angles or different areas compounding you know to increase oh. overall what the athlete is doing so uh, I, I exactly get the point now you you also mentioned you know about the endurance athletes you know so and one thing one theme that i've seen also in studying this and looking into this is that there it, it has a lot of benefits to endurance athletes so athletes who are in sports that have um, that are that are time sensitive so to speak like they're playing for long hours if i'm an athlete now and maybe I play, I don't know which sports, that doesn't, you know, involve so much power or endurance. Does this still benefit me and how? Yeah, definitely. Let me, so one of the first studies we did, I'll just break this down mm. so you see how it, it translates, was in racehorses, mm. right? The first studies that came out were two groups of racehorses. They ran both groups of racehorses and drew their lactate levels, Okay. Right? And get this baseline. Then they take the group A of the racehorse, and give it life cap. Mm. Race the racehorses. Draw the draw the lactate. See that group A has a significant decrease of post-exercise lactic mm. acid. And they switch the horses. Give group B wait you know a thirty day washout yeah. period. Give group B then the probiotic, and a significant decrease in lactic acid. Mm. Now. That's a beautiful, clean study, right? Because it's it's an animal study. Yeah. It's it. There's no biases to it. You have your baseline. You have it clean. And so when you see that, and you see the power of of that and decreasing lactic acid, and you translate that to an endurance athlete, mm. that is the benefit for them. Not just the oxygenation that allows them to have increased oxygenation, mm. but it's decrease lactic acid accumulation well. that allows mm. to perform. So we just had an athlete, Katie, who just won Mont Blanc, an amazing mm. athlete. She, you know, it wasn't just the life cap, she's an amazing athlete. But the power of helping her in an endurance high altitude performance, mm. increasing her oxygenation, allowing her to decrease her lactic acid is powerful. And one of the biggest things, you know, me coming into this space now with just so many supplements mm. that are mm. out there. <laughs> yes. Athletes trying to navigate through this without a lot of their cl clinical expertise, mm. right? And so you see so much out there to say, oh, this helps you with power and this helps you with endurance. And I always say, please, like, show me the research mm -hmm. and the data mm -hmm. that this happens and and that's one of the frustrating things that you read these labels is that I always think how are you getting away with this yes. and who says put this on a label mm. and who's pull the wool over the consumer's eyes and say this helps you with power endurance recovery this is my recovery drink mm. break it down and for every athlete listening I say put them to the test make them show you the data and and really like have good transparency in products and that's 
that's hopefully what we try to set ourselves apart from all these other products that are out there yeah. because you do hear like when you say to me how does this help with endurance and i take you back to that study you can see how that could translate into an athlete yes. right and how it truly from a clinical perspective is a game changer mm. because it, it makes sense because whether or not even if you're playing endurance sport or any type of sport at some point, you are exerting energy, which, of course, would build the lactic acid. You would then need that recovery period. So we are recovering nonetheless, whichever spot it is that you play. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, you mentioned something about supplements. I'm going to come to that. I don't want to forget. But let's talk about this lactic acid issue because, you know, we see when, when we're working out, when we're playing sports, you always hear this thing about lactic acid, lactic acid. Oh, it's building up in your thigh muscles. It's building up. Can you break that down for us? What does that mean, you know, to the layman that, you know, it, your lactic acid is being reduced and, and all of that? Yeah, I mean, lactic acid is accumulation, right, after working out mm. or utilizing the muscle. And that actually is what creates the soreness, oh. muscle, right? Mm -hmm. so really, when someone says, wow, I'm pretty sore, that is the accumulation of what has happened. So if you have the ability to decrease that accumulation and inc and help clear that, then you have better muscles, mm. right? So they feel better for an athlete that you have less soreness. And therefore, your recovery time is shorter and your time to perform again is quicker. Mm. The ability to get back out there and push harder is there for you, right? And so that's why it's so important that people, you know, people do post-recovery, like ice baths, yes. or you hear people, massages. Yes. you know, there's, they're doing all kinds of things to help decrease that lactic acid accumulation, because that in itself allows them to perform much better, get out there, train harder the next day, you know, I I run, and if you know, I, I would, I love to say yes. There's an athlete on all of us, <laughs> I, but if I push myself really hard or take a really long run, you know what it's like. Or you're doing hills, you feel okay. I I might need my day off, mm. right? And so when you have a decrease of that accumulation, you might be able to get out there much sooner and shorten your recovery period. Oh, perfectly understood. So that soreness that you feel, so delayed on uh, delayed onset muscle soreness DOMS is more or less that accumulation of the lactic acid. And of course, what LifeCap helps you do is to kind of reduce it. So I, I understand that angle and it absolutely makes sense. Now, you mentioned supplement. Before I ask you whether or not LifeCap is a supplement, you know, to the athletes who are listening, because I've seen athletes who have messaged me and they've said, look, the reason um, I'm struggling to perform the way that I should is because I don't have access to supplements. Can you explain that angle in terms of this supplement thing, then also dovetail into whether or not LifeCap is a supplement, you know, and all of that? Yeah. Well, you know, just hearing you say that from an athlete that says, I don't have access to supplements mm. is exactly what the industry wants mm. people to Yep. Right? Yep. And so... Growing up with two, you know, two boys that are athletes that are on the courts about four hours a day, I know the importance of performance and wellness mm. in, 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 for an athlete. And it isn't, and to all the athletes listening, 
the number one important thing is not a supplement, it's your nutrition. It's mm. how, it's your nutrition. Your, your nutrition is number one, right? Because that is, that's your fuel, that's how you feed your muscles, that's how your muscles turn over. That is, there's not a supplement out there, including LifeCap, that will replace your meal. Mm. And so, but the industry wants you to believe that is our supplements are the answer to your everything. Mm, mm. I, I definitely don't want to become part of that madness. Yes. I believe that there are some supplements that are true and that would benefit, such as LiveCap. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost is nutrition. And if you look at these elite athletes that perform and you look at their nutrition, nutrition is so important. I mean, look at... You know, if you hear stories like Novak, yeah. you know, the tennis said, yeah. he changed, he changed his diet. He changed his microbiome. Mm. He changed his diet, which changed the microbiome, which no doubt changed his performance. And so he says, yes, when I took gluten out of my diet, I, he probably had clarity. He probably felt better. He probably performed better. And nutrition is very important. I mean, I see it in my clinical practice and disease, and no doubt it plays a role in athletes. So when I hear you say athletes feel like I don't feel good or I need that supplement, you need good nutrition first and foremost. Mm. And so that would be the most important. And then yes, are there supplements that could benefit? There are a few. We don't need a significant amount of supplements if you have a really good diet mm. and you are because that is what the supplement industry is trying to yeah. tell you. And, you know, when you think about it, I mean, I, you know, I don't like to mention names, but there are some powerful drinks out mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. that tell you that they are there to help you recover. <laughs> and I always just sit there and think, you know, Sometimes when I'm watching my kids play tennis and I see these kids drinking these drinks and I think, that's purple mm. and <laughs> and what part of side like how does that actually work? And the fact that the companies have been able to allow these athletes to believe mm. that you can drink a purple drink and somehow recover mm. is it's brilliant marketing. Mm. <laughs> And it's brilliant marketing. And what, what it's great for people like you to really start to dissect is really helping these athletes understand mm -hmm. how to better themselves without needing $1,000 worth of supplements yes. a month, but by really taking good, good care of themselves from an, a nutrition perspective and don't feel like you need to get to you know, these stores and buy these yeah, big jugs of protein powders <laughs> and all these things but just eat your nutrition and keep it going, mm. <laughs> right? And hydrate with water, <laughs> like mm. hydrate with water. And so, you know, I, I definitely am starting to really see how powerful the industry is. Mm. Um, and I think when you do hear from your athletes that say, you know, I, I need supplements and there's a financial barrier for some athletes to be able to get uh, it is a it is a bit of a sad situation to think that that is that is the avenue that we have to go down. And what I try to steer is say, let's come back to the table. 
And let's talk about how you eat, how you sleep, how you recover, where your mind mm -hmm. is, meditate, do you put yourself in a really good space? All of these things are much more powerful than a purple drink in a, in a bottle. In a bottle. <laughs> and of course, what, what I usually tell these athletes is, obviously, first and foremost, that's just an excuse. Because um, yes. you're probably not putting in the work the way that you should. Probably you're stuck, you've run out of ideas. And then the first thing that you're thinking about is, you know, where, where can I lay the blame to? You know, which, of course, is that inability to get access to supplements. And one thing that I've always maintained, even while I was playing sports, was that, you see, there is no nutrition, there is no supplement, there is no banned supplement that makes you perform beyond what you are capable of you know so I, I always typically and i would like to get your thoughts on that you know just to digress a little bit i always say this about marion jones that marion jones would have been a successful athlete with or without the banned substances that she took because she was naturally good you know so yeah. if she wasn't good and she was slow and she thought that if i take this banned substance I'm going to be a world record holder. I'm going to be an Olympic champion. She'd have been wasting her time. But what are your thoughts on that? No, I agree with you 100%. I think she was, she was a natural. I mean, she had natural talent and, and natural grit. Mm. You know, she just had it in her. And I think that is, that is what takes an athlete to that other level. There, I agree 100%. There's not a supplement that is going to give you that grit that drive that ability to keep going right mm -hmm. and and that is what when you say you say to these athletes look you've got to push harder do something different train a little bit different all of that is what makes these elite athletes when you when you have the ability to speak to some of these athletes that perform at this level which i'm sure you've had they're a whole different being mm. <laughs> they just they're so drilled down, they're so focused, they're so regimented, they've got so much grit and drive. You feel like you could put them in like any other field yeah. and they will just survive and do well because of who they are innately, mm. right? This is where they come from, the cloth that they've like, derived from. And Marion Jones was one of those athletes. And I think uh, she would have, without without any banned substances, she would have she would have performed the same hundred percent. And many of the athletes that end up on banned substances that subsequently get mm. caught, look back and you feel like these were naturally yeah. talented yeah. athletes that didn't need this, yes. just didn't need this. And so, I, I think I think it jades the whole. Um, side of people thinking i need something mm. else right um i need something more i need something to push me you need you yeah right <laughs> and, and, and that becomes how you get to the next level mm, absolutely you know and, and, I, and i like how of course because you know most times when you know i've had um people reach out to me and say hey i want to come on the podcast and all of that I can always sense from a mile away that, you know, they're, they're just doing it primarily to uh, push their product or whatever it is that they have that is on offer, you know, as the next best thing or uh, the thing that is going to change the athlete's life and all of that. But, you know, with you, that was completely different. Like, look, this is not a magic potion. It's going to help you tremendously. It's going to change, improve your performance. But it's not like, oh, you take it and then 
every single one of your problems are solved. We've we've not had a single athlete that has come to us and said this this didn't work. You know, part of that marketing thing, you know, that you mentioned, which is which is what is super. But coming back to our conversation, nice digression with Marion Jones. You you mentioned nutrition and the microbiome, and you use that Novak Djokovic example. How does that? How does how does you changing your diet? change your microbiome is it you know due to the types of foods you're eating or how exactly does it work well it's powerful and i'm going to digress just Mm. a little bit just to show you how powerful it is when i was at stanford i had a very sick kid who had significant disease in their in their gut Mm. meaning their small intestine was almost narrow It just come from the East Coast of trading. I'm in California for the first time. The, I, I'm a student, you know, a fellow. I go to tell the family, here, we have this medicine for you, your child. I know he's 12, but we're going to give him this IV medicine, and that's going to be the magic. And the family turned around to me and gave me a book. Mm. And they said, we're going to educate you. Oh, wow. Here I am, this brand new student, you know, <laughs> and you, know, you see the families and this is how it works in academic medicine. You see the families, you go back and you report mm. to your attending. And so I go back to my attending. I said, they said, no, they're not going to take the medicine, but they like to educate mm. me. And they gave me a book. And I have to tell you, it changed my life. Mm. It was a book on a, a, a Crohn's disease, which is what the patient had, which is a small bowel disease. Mm. And it was how diet changed the disease process. Wow. So the family, this kid was so, so sick. I thought, this is crazy. How could they do this? You know, in medicine, you, we write prescriptions. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. We, you, we fix you. We've got the magic medicine. I watched this kid from diet have an abnormal imaging mm. to super sick to a healthy child within a year. Wow. And honestly, if I hadn't have seen that myself, I don't think it would have put me in the position I am today mm. where I'm a believer. The diet is so important, not in your wellness, but in your overall performance. Mm. So that kid will always stay in the back of my head because I practice that way today every single day. I tell my patients, you're not allowed to have that. Mm. This is coming out of your This is how we're doing it. Because what we know is that there are certain foods that feed the microbiome that propagate disease. Biggest ones where a lot of athletes go to is dairy. Mm. So I know a lot of athletes are like, I got to drink that milk to recover. First of all, there's no data to show that. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, it feeds the bacteria. So it allows certain bacteria to propagate and can cause more disease state. Granted, there are people that could drink from a cow and they're going to be healthy and they're fine. I hear you. And there are many people out there that are probably saying, are you kidding me? I've been drinking milk forever and I'm fine. I get that. But we have a very different microbiome state now. And so we know that certain foods like Djokovic removed gluten from his diet. And everybody knows that his game changed, his performance changed. He was now, he just, he went right up the ranks and he attributes a lot of that to his diet Mm. and how that helps him in the sense of clarity, recovery, feeling good, not sluggish is powerful. Like my two boys, 
are dairy-free, gluten-free. Mm. And now that they're older, if they eat gluten, they'll tell me, oh my goodness, I think like I was so sluggish on the court today, I did not feel good. And they can completely see the direct correlation. Now, when they were younger, I could see the correlation because they would have runny noses. Mm. They were always congested. I thought, initially I started going down the pathway of treating that, yeah. and then I thought, Wait, okay, we're changing this diet. The gluten's coming out, dairy's coming out. That 12-year-old kid from, you know, when I was a fellow yeah. was ringing in the back of my head. And so when you see that with athletes, they do really well when they change diet to support the microbiome. Now, well in the sense of feeling good. I, I don't know how that correlates, yep. honestly, yep. to how fast they're going to run or how they're going to do this. But your overall wellness has to be there in order to perform, mm -hmm. in order to to the next level. And so you'll find that many athletes will tell you that since changing their diets, they've noticed changes in their performance and how they feel. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna come to that, you know, just to just to kind of wrap up because I've seen you mentioned the Djokovic example. I remember when Dwayne Wade as well in the NBA, you yeah. know, was, was getting into his latter years and he also decided, look, I need to change my diet like completely overall overhaul the diet. And it literally gave him I think an extra three years or something like that, you know, in, in the NBA. You mentioned gluten, right? How exactly, because that is usually the first place that you would see an athlete go to in terms of, I'm changing this. I don't think anybody says, I'm changing protein, I'm changing carbs, I'm changing, obviously, because, you know, those are pretty important. But why is it gluten? Why is that the first thing, you know, that everyone yeah. goes to? Yeah, and, you know, this is, you know, when I started talking to you earlier, I just had said, if you look back 20 years, we could all, were drinking from cows, mm -hmm. eating bread, people didn't have these intolerances. Now you walk down that grocery aisle, it's gluten-free, oat milk, coconut milk, almond milk. You know, it's, it's just exploded because we have a very different microbiome. Mm. If you look back to when bread was around 15 years ago, right? It would stay on the shelf for about three to five days and turn green yeah. and moldy. Have you seen bread turn moldy or green recently? Like it doesn't. Yeah, it took like a week. Because what you do is <laughs> is we preserve food to sustain shelf life for big stores like Costco mm. and like we're in the food business of maintaining food on the shelves yes. and at last it has played some role mm. in our overall wellness and that's that's not the only reason for it you know obviously we've used antibiotics too much we've you know we're too clean yeah. like there are the other thoughts that could be contributing to this. But when you look at gluten, the protein of how big gluten is, is very large, that it is a large inflammatory protein. Mm. And it causes significant, it can cause significant inflammation. And that's why a lot of athletes remove gluten and feel so much better. So in for athletes that say, you know, my joints hurt and they remove gluten, mm. find that that could help. Dairy is the same thing. Dairy is a very large protein. We're not meant to drink milk, mm. but we do. Yeah. But it's a large protein that can cause inflammation. And in an athlete, that inflammation could be joint pain, soreness, like how they overall feel, sluggishness, 
all of that contributes and it becomes extremely important. Uh, I've, I've never had anybody medical uh, from the medical field on the podcast, right? And I'm just like, wow, wow, like li literally, you know, sounding like a siren because all of these are ringing bells. Like it's so, it's so amazing that you're mentioning all of this because it makes a lot of sense now. But I want us to break it down now. When we say dairy, when we say gluten, can you give us examples of products that emanate from this just to have an idea because i'm just i'm thinking of the athlete who's listening to us now you know and it's like dairy the only thing he's, he's thinking about is milk right um gluten probably doesn't even know what it means has to go to google to check can you give us some examples yeah so dairy of course is milk cheese mm. um yogurts uh cottage cheese any of those milk-based products mm. now People will say to me, now suppose something has milk in it. If milk sometimes is the last ingredient, it's been broken down. So when you see dairy, dairy is also called casein and whey. Mm. So casein, C-A-S-E-I-N, and whey, W-H-E-Y. Those are the dairy proteins. So sometimes you'll see people say, well, I drink lactose-free. Mm. That is still dairy but it doesn't have the you don't need the lactase enzyme to break down that type of milk mm. but lactose free milk still has the large protein all it is missing is they've broken down the lactose so you don't need the lactase enzyme mm. to break it down so people think sometimes oh dairy free i'll go get lactose milk no 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 that is still dairy so if you're looking to supplement your dairy, you're looking to go to something like oat milk, coconut milk, mm. almond milk, something like that would be a replacement, but not lactose-free, which I see that mistake. Mm. Gluten is pasta, breads, those, anything that has gluten in it. So gluten is oats, rye, barley, if you're thinking wheat, it is just the wheat protein. So oat, rye, barley, and, and wheat is part of the gluten uh, protein. But if you're looking at just um, the wheat, wheat itself can be just found in pastas and breads and things like that. It typically, for people that are removing, when they say, I go, I'm starting gluten-free, it's typically the wheat that is the problem mm. for those patients. Those patients typically can do well on rye or oats, but typically have problems with the wheat. Ah. Very different than celiac disease, mm. which is gluten. Those patients have disease to gluten and have a reaction immunologically. Gluten intolerance is what athletes may experience some sluggishness, joint pain, not not great clarity. That is gluten that is found in breads and pastas, pita bread, tortillas, things like that. Oh, that's a nice way to break it down because it literally it literally just explains, you know, all the things that you see with some of these elite athletes who say, look, we're, we're, we're cutting this out of our diet. We're, we're changing this completely. Now, I know you're not a dietitian, you know, but what are some of those foods? So you cut all of that out. What else is left? What else can you eat as an athlete? <laughs> you sound like one of the patients. Well, what am I supposed to eat? <laughs> 
Well, you know, there's tons of great foods out there, right? I, I'm a big believer of plant-based. Mm. I, I, I believe that, especially in athletes, you know, there's a reason you find all these all these vegetables, like different colors, because there's so many nutrients mm. that you need. You need that from the zucchini and the squash and all of that, the eggplant, is all of that brings just valuable nutrition to you. So I, first and foremost, feel that plant-based should be at the, at the majority of our foods. And then I hear people say, well, where am I gonna get my protein from? Like, mm. how do you get protein? You will never find someone protein deficient who is actually eating lots of plants because you get yeah. your protein those plants. So my boys have never eaten meat a day in their lives. So they don't eat chicken, wow. they don't eat beef, a little bit of fish. They've never, they don't do dairy. They don't do gluten and they are plant-based wow. majority. And a lot of their diet, they have a little bit of fish, but a lot of their nutrients, nutrients come from plants. Mm. They juice, they drink that. There's rice, there's potatoes, there's beans, rice and beans is powerful nutrients mm. and what we get sometimes and you know for every athlete listening don't look at food as okay i need that variety and what am i going to do today and i what is it going? i'm going to make this whole big meal but look at the food as your source of how you're nourishing mm. your soul mm. how are you fueling your body yeah so whatever is going in your body ask yourself what is that doing mm. like beans Mm. Rice and bean, powerful combination. Mm. Spinach, kale, lettuce, I mean, all of that, you know, every vegetable is phenomenal. And so I'm a big believer of that. I'm also a big believer of juicing. Mm. Um, I think it's powerful. I think you can get quite a lot from that. Um, so I think looking at nutrition and looking at plant-based nutrition, first and foremost, is where we need to come from. And, mm. and so... We can get a lot of nutrition from just um, eating off the land. Mm, wow, good, good expose. <laughs> Who knew that we'll start off, you know, the way we did, and then dovetail all the way to nutrient and nutrition. But you know, it's a, it's a, it's a testament to the fact that you know your craft, you know, and you are, you are really good at these things. Because otherwise, you know, it might have been that you know, it's it, it's life cap we know about, right? So let's let's focus on that a little bit, you know, and not go into the nutrition aspect. But you know, that has been fantastic. Can you tell us how how do you use life cap? Now, obviously, we're going to send people to the website, you know, tell them to try it out you know, get it and all of that, but how do you use it? So you've gotten it now. How do you use it? What is the process like? How long does it last? Uh, when do you need a refill and, and things like that? Yeah, so LiveCap works, you take it daily. So you take it every day, best in the morning on an empty stomach. Okay. It comes either in a cap that goes on a water bottle, which is, I, I love, it's convenient, it's easy. You just grab your water bottle, put your cap on. It's pre-measured, you push and you go. Mm. For athletes that are traveling, we made sachets because they thought, I love the cap, but it's I can't take 30 caps with me mm. when I'm at Australian Open. So we have sachets. And then they open up their sachets, they put it in their bottle, and then they go. So you take it every day. Um, they It helps replenish, obviously, their gut microbiome. Um, if you're not taking it, you tend to go back to whatever you had. And so it is a daily basis of giving mm. yourself that good bacteria that helps protect. It stays in the fridge, so it's it's shipped cold. So it ships. It's produced in Italy. We ship it here to the U.S. cold. 
we package it up and ship it to you cold. It can be out of the fridge for up to seven days and not lose efficacy. Um, we will keep it both NSF certified as well as Inform Sport certified, because in Europe, a lot of, a lot of our athletes like Inform Sport, mm. and it, we tend to see more athletes here relying on NSF certification. And so it's pretty easy to take every day. They just take it on an empty stomach. Now it's live bacteria, so you couldn't put it in anything hot, oh, okay. you, right? You can't put it in anything hot, and you can't put it in anything carbonated, of course. Okay, like your like your soda and things like that. The soda that you sh you wouldn't be drinking. <laughs> yeah, that you shouldn't be drinking. Yeah, that's another thing that we could have talked about, you know, but maybe that's a discussion for another day. It's been such an interesting um, conversation, Yinka, and thank you so much for the expose, you know, and everything that you've directed us to. Uh, but there's an athlete, just as we wrap up, there's an athlete who comes to you now. Uh, they've listened to you and I talk for, you know, almost an hour now. And they've heard all of that, probably in a private consultation. You know, they play tennis, they play football, what, whatever sport it is. And they're like, you know, I listened to the conversation you and Tola had, you know, and uh, the question that I have is, what is one thing that I can do that gets me a step closer to my sports goals? So, you know, it could be related to their gut health. It could be related to anything. But because, you know, they see you as someone who is an expert, what would your advice be to that athlete? You know, it doesn't, that advice doesn't have to get them to the goal the ultimate goal that they're chasing, but it gets them just a step closer. From your perspective, what would that one thing be? It's a great question. I mean, I think first and foremost would be nutrition. Mm. I, I think it's powerful. I think close to that, because I'm a big believer of this, is your mindset. Mm. It, it, it's, um, you know, I, I think nutrition is important because you can't perform, you can't recover, you can't, your muscles don't work, the cells don't turn over, mm. all of that can't happen without proper nutrition. Not from supplements, yeah. not from anything else, just proper nutrition and plenty of water. That's the, and it's, that's basic for everyone. Mm. Second most important, I think, is mindset. Um, you know, I say this to my kids all the time, right? Because it, it takes an unbelievable mindset and now living this life with two athletes you see it and mindset is so important mm. to, to stay focused and have that grit um, and just have that perseverance of moving forward i think it becomes really important not just for an athlete mm. of course but in every aspect of your life uh, right mm, nutrition and then, of course, the mindset. Now, of course, I know that um, you've also related with athletes a lot because you have, you know, athletes yourself who are, you know, on tour, they are playing, they are chasing this and all of that. You know, but what would you say in your estimation? What does it mean to be a master of your craft? Now, we're talking about athletes because you are a master of your craft, you know, being a clinical professor, even though you might not want to admit that, but you are a master mm. of your craft. Thank God I found that out quickly, quickly enough. What would your advice be to athletes or to the athletes who are listening now in terms of what does it mean to be a master of your craft? Because the, the podcast is called Athlete Maestro. So basically helping athletes master their crafts of being athletes. What in your estimation does it mean to be a master of your craft? Boy, I love that question because I, I love masters of their craft in, in every aspect. Um, I, I think it means the, the in one word, it means grit. It, it, I think mm. it, if I had to sum it down to one word, a master of your craft is really 
is grit because without grit and without that perseverance, you don't get to a level mm. of understanding. Now you can be an amazing athlete, meaning that you're, you're very fast and you've got so much power and you're, whatever you're doing, you can jump high or you can run long or you can do mm. it. But if you don't have the core grit, how, how does that all roll together, right? I mean, I, big believer, I, I say it, I actually have a sign upstairs in my kid's room that says grit. And there's a powerful book called Grit that I think every mm. athlete should yeah. read. Yeah. It, it is the fundamental of who we are. And maybe it, it, it is what I think I look back now and you know my life of what got me to where I am today. And when I look back, I think that was grit. That was what got me mm. here. And if I look back at some of the athlete stories and as I get to meet some of these athletes and you find out who they were and how they got to, because everybody has their story, right? Everybody has their, I've got to yeah. climb this mountain. Yeah. Okay, I fell down. Okay, that didn't work out. That's not the road I wanted to go down. I mean, we all have them. But what gets us mm. to where we feel that we've achieved is that grit and perseverance. Mm. And, I, and I honestly believe that every person, every athlete that wants to get to that goal can get to whatever they need to do mm. if they have that inner grit. And, and you see this with athletes mm. all over the world that come from every economic background that yeah. were able to persevere. If you look at their one common thing, I mean, think about it. Think about all these athletes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. economically advantaged or disadvantaged, think about who they are, think of their stories. What do you think mm -hmm. got them to where they are? I mean, think of Serena Williams. Mm. Yeah, Novak. Novak, mm. is it, was it, was it some, a coach? Was it that they went to some special academy? Was it every single mm. one of them, I believe, has the same grit inside them. And I think that's the one, mm. the one thing for every athlete to almost always believe mm. and always push through and that mm, great 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 that is the answer and of course uh, it's 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 such a uh, such an amazing point to to end and to stop because i feel like look there are so many other things like i said there are a few things that you know we didn't even discuss but can you tell us where we can find life cap where we can follow you the work you're doing you know anybody wants to order you know where do they go how do they follow the work you're doing of course which of course in turn improves their performance as well yes so livecap.com so l-y-v-e-c-a-p.com is our website and on there we will have um newsle newsletters as well as uh, weekly blogs that will come out with information on just under trying to break down some of the science and helping people uh, um, just understand like probiotics better and uh, performance better. And of course, they can always reach out at hello at LiveCap with any questions. I'd love to answer them. So any questions you have, shoot them my way and I will do my best to get back to all of them. Uh, absolutely. And of course, I'm going to put all of that in the show notes as well for, for those who would like um, easier access to that. Thank you so much, Inka, for joining me, uh, for spending an hour and of course, uh, dovetailing and talking about, you know, all sorts of things related to performance for athletes. It's been such an interesting conversation, you know, and this is the reason why I do this, you know, 
for conversations like this that educate athletes you know like you said the 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 industry the marketing such a big play and if athletes are not well informed well educated you know you fall into that trap thinking that without this you can never make a mark you can never move forward you know so thank you for spending the time thank you for coming on thank you thanks for having me and there you have it guys what, what did i say at the start because literally i listened all the way through just like you are listening now even though i was the one uh, who interviewed and who recorded what did i say like was i right that trust me that was a power packed one that was a power packed one look at all the directions i mean when we got to nutrition it was like we could start an entirely new episode just on that nutrition angle alone and of course you see Inka's honesty as well how honest she was about the process right uh, the foods that you're taking the things you shouldn't be eating the things you should focus on how life cap works how the industry kind of tries to deceive athletes to believe that you know they, they need quote and unquote the next best thing that is going to change their game but trust me if you're not doing things right just because you're taking this uh, little thing on the side it, it, it just would not solve your problems so that honesty oh trust me absolutely blew me away and when you couple that with the expertise right with the expertise you can have someone who is honest but they're not really an expert in their field but when you have that combination of both oh man it blows everything else out of the water supreme episode one that you should put on repeats and one that you should share with every single athlete that you have. I'm going to put all the details of LifeCap in the show notes. So you can head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash yinka. athletemaestro.com forward slash yinka. Y-I-N-K-A to check out all the episodes, all the details on LifeCap. And of course, uh, you want to send a Yinka an email. You have any questions, anything you want to ask, send it to them. Hello at lifecap.com. L Y B E. C-A-P L-Y-V-E-C-A-P and of course head over to their website as well lifecap.com subscribe to their newsletter where they will educate you on the science of probiotics gut health so even if you're not ready uh, to use the supplements now but you just want to be informed then of course you want to join that newsletter read their blogs their articles that detail and talk about all those things you see all the work that her team are doing of course we're going to put a lot more of those details in the show notes athletemaestro.com forward slash yinka athletemaestro.com forward slash yinka what was your biggest takeaway guys from this episode what was your biggest takeaway send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com just let me know what's the biggest takeaway from this episode with yinka davis and you see that is why guys you have to subscribe to the podcast you just have to right so that you don't miss great episodes like this so you don't miss great episodes like this they get automatically downloaded to your device of choice if you enjoyed this like i said also leave us a rating and review tell us what you're learning so that when other athletes find the podcast they know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so that's where you learn how to subscribe that's where you also learn how to leave that rating and review and of course uh, share this episode with any athlete trust me this is one episode they will not regret listening to anytime soon i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons from yinka davis nutrition life cap all of it go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day.